Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you rethink your priorities to create a life you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do to get clarity on where she's at in her life, to find where she's out of balance so she can focus on what matters most? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. And today, I have something special for you. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you day one of my recent three-day priorities challenge. On day one, we focused on getting clarity about what matters most to you in seven key areas of your life. Now, remember, this was done inside of a live private Facebook group, and it may be a little longer than our episodes usually are, but I promise it's worth the investment of your time. And after you're done, I'm going to share the link so you can get the rest of the three-day challenge so that you can take the next steps with us. While we're thinking of it, you can just go to lissafiggins.com forward slash three day or you can just click on the link in the show notes. Now let's rethink our balance. Okay, first, I just want to say welcome to day one of our priorities challenge. I am so excited that you have taken this first step to invest in you. Now, at this point, you have already invested a little bit of money. Okay, and I did that on purpose because I wanted you to say, I've invested something in this. Uh, There is value in this, right? Um, The second thing is you're investing some time, whether you're listening right now live or whether you're watching the replay or you're watching this video at a later time, you're investing some time. Um, But the key is really going to be what you do moving forward in this, right? What do you do? Where do you take this? And do you actually invest in your life and take action on the things we're going to talk about? And I am just so excited because I truly believe that if you take some nuggets, right, even if you just take a couple things that we talk about over the next three days uh, and implement them, that you can see some major shifts in your life. And what a great way to walk into this next month, you know, a new year that will be coming before we know it, and just this uncertainty of life that's all around us. So uh, I want to make sure that I know you're busy, so I want to keep this short, practical, actionable, and impactful, okay? And so that is, that is my goal. And I want to let you know you're in the right place if you've ever said things like this. Have you ever said, I never have enough time? Or I wish I had more time. Or when I have more time, 
or I wish I could, or someday, or I'll do that tomorrow, or next week, or next year, or I'm going to fill in the blank, and then you don't. If you've ever said any of those things, then you are in the right place. Or maybe you are rocking and rolling in life right now. Maybe you are the girl who like is getting all the things done and you're always feeling like you are just on top of your game. This is for you too, because if you are that girl and you are a growth-minded woman, then there is always room for more growth, right? There are always new levels and new challenges and new places that we can grow to. So whether you're on either end of the spectrum or somewhere in the middle, you are in the right place if you want to focus on the things that are most important so that you don't always feel like life is crazy and busy and chaotic, right? Because that's not living. That's not how we want life to always be. Um, As a woman, you're probably juggling a lot of things, right? So Matt, think about the circus, right? You've got that juggling act going on. They've got all these balls that they're keeping up in the air, right? And if one drops, what happens? You have to be a really good juggler to be able to reach over, grab that one and not drop everything else. And yet as women, I think we oftentimes... This, this describes our life. It's this juggling act, whether it's work, kids, husband, family, church, community, house stuff, you know, life things, extended family. I mean, just all these things just are all these balls that we're constantly juggling. And have you ever asked yourself, like, is there any space for me? Right. And not in a selfish way. We're going to talk about that today. But just is there any space for who I am and, and what I bring to the table and, and what's what's important to me? right? Or maybe you just don't even feel like there's space for all the balls that you have. And that can be a really frustrating place to be as well. What I find is that after 40, and I will say this, if you are listening and you are not yet 40, it is not required. And I actually want to give you a huge high five. Because if you can think about these things before I did when I turned 40, you will be light years ahead of where many of us are, right? And if you are after 40, no matter how far after 40 you are, it is never too late, right? At any point, you can push pause and do the things that we're going to be talking about. But what I find in my own life and in talking with women is that after 40, we have this shift, right? Before 40, you know, you're pursuing a career. Maybe you're growing a family. You're buying that house. You're getting that car. You're, you know, you're doing, you're, you're doing all these things, right? All these things that maybe you had dreamed of back in the day. But we hit this time in life, maybe it's a 40th birthday, maybe it's just another milestone in your life, and you start focusing more on the being, right? And it's more about that impact and that growth and that purpose and that fulfillment. It's not as much about doing and having all those things, but who am I being and what's the legacy that that I'm going to leave? And yet so often our lives are so crazy busy that we really don't even stop to ask these questions. So today, we're going to take some time to pause. And we're going to help you get clarity around what matters most, right? Because we want to make sure that you know what are the most important things to do in your life instead of always just doing all the things. And then we're going to talk about how we can start putting that into action. And we're going to cover seven key areas of life. Okay, so we're going to be uh, talking a little bit more about that. And I'm going to be giving you a homework assignment. Yes, there is some homework. Now, will it be graded? No. But what did I say in the beginning? If you invest in what we're doing, you will see a shift and you will see a transformation and you will see that that investment was worth it. So at the end, we're going to talk about one thing to do and one thing not to do. Okay, so we'll come back to that. But first, let me just share my story just to give you an idea of where I am. So what are some of the balls I'm juggling? Well, I'm a wife. 
I'm a mom of three. Uh, one left at home. The other ones are all out of the house now. I have been a teacher for over 25 years in some capacity or another. I've been a leader for all kinds of things, whether in the community or in churches or other organizations. I, I'm a big organizer. I, I love coaching and helping other people. I have a, a blog. I have a podcast that I host. There are a lot of balls, and that's not even counting, you know, the dogs, the chickens, the house, all those other things that are that are in my life as well, right? So there are a lot of things that are going on. And what happened, particularly in my 30s, was I found myself in survival mode. Have you ever been there where you're just literally putting one foot in front of the other, where you just feel like, you know, I, okay, I'm just doing what's in front of me, and I hope it's enough, and then I'm going to get up tomorrow and do it all over again? Like, that was where I was. And, you know, I had no connection to my needs, to my wants, to my dreams. I was just doing and I was, you know, in that mode of just I've got too many other people to serve to really stop and think about this. But I had two wake up calls. Wake up call number one was in my mid 30s when I had a cancer scare. Now, thank the Lord, it was it did not end up being what they thought it was. But I still had to go under undergo surgery and have a, a removal of my thyroid but that wake up call really got me paying attention to the area of fitness and health. Where was I in there? You know, was I as healthy as I thought I was? What things could I and should I be doing to be more preventative? And so that started me just down that trail and really being intentional in that area. But then my second wake up call was the year that I turned 40. You know, I woke up, I don't, it wasn't even my birthday yet. I think it was like the beginning of the year. My birthday's in June. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? Seeing some more wrinkles, feeling a little more pooch around the belly. And those questions started coming up in my heart. Who am I? Like, what am I even good at? How did I get here? Where am I going? <laughs> do I even have an identity outside of being a mom? <laughs> what am I going to do when my kids grow up and leave the house? Like, what am I going to do when I grow up, right? What, what's fulfilling for me? I was, I was just starting to ask all of these questions because I hadn't ever taken the time to really ask those questions. And, you know, I had been a teacher full-time in a classroom before kids. And so I was looking at that option when I was considering my field. We'll talk about your field here in just a minute. And thinking about, is this the best place for me to be? As a woman juggling all these balls, right? Is this the best place? And I knew for me, and this is, I have so many great friends who are amazing teachers. For me, it was not the best place. My husband was traveling a lot at that time. And so it just wasn't going to be feasible in that way. And I knew that my heart would not be fully fulfilled there because I felt like I would be giving control to somebody else of my time, my value, my energy, all of those things, right? And so instead, you know, I was like, what can I do that would that would be give us more balance that would I would feel joy over and, and truly feel fulfilled. And so that's when I started to repurpose my teaching skills into a new way of instead of teaching students in a classroom, I now started teaching and coaching women mostly online just because this is, you know, where things have gone. And we moved to the Figgy Farm three years ago to a really small town where I knew nobody. So I had to figure out how can I still take this heart of mine to teach and make a bigger impact. And, and that's how we are here today. And, you know, it's just so amazing to look back over your journey and see the steps and see the milestones, right? That maybe you didn't recognize or maybe you didn't see along the way. And, you know, and it's just, I know there's so much more to come and I am so excited about that. But we are not here to talk about me, right? We are here to talk about you. So here's my question. Why are you here? Where have you been, right? What have been some of those milestones that have gotten you to where you are today? 
How are you feeling right now about your life? I want you to drop that word down in the, in the chat box if you haven't put that in there yet. I know somebody said trying. Yes, trying is a word that I felt like I was doing a lot. And that's one of those words I'm, I'm eliminating from my vocabulary because I feel like try is giving myself an out. I'll try to do that, right? I'll try to do this versus I will do this or I am doing this, right? So just a mindset shift I know I've had to work on uh, when it comes to that area. But what's that word for you? right? What, where are you at in your journey right now? And how are you feeling about things? Now, if you're like most typical women, look, tell me if this is familiar. You crash land into your morning, right? Maybe the kids are already up. Maybe your husband's already asking for things. Your phone's going off. People need this. People need that. Your microwave goes out, which happened to me this morning. I'm about to host 30 people for the weekend. So I don't have time for a microwave that doesn't work. You know, all the things are happening. So you spend all day going from one crisis to the next, right? Putting out one fire after the next, taking care of one mess or one task after the next. You crash into bed and guess what? You wake up and do it all over again. Like, ah, <laughs> is that your experience? Right? And, and you may have balls that you've chosen to juggle, but then you have all those other people who are part of your life that keep throwing more balls in there, right? So maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your kids. Hey, I forgot my lunch, mom. Hey, can you sign me up for this? You know, your husband's like, hey, I need you to take care of this insurance. Or uh, can you pick up this at the store? Or, you know, maybe it's your your boss or your team that needs you to work a little bit, you know, on a different part of the project and get it in by today. Or maybe it's the PTA that wants you to, you know, to step up into a leadership of, of an event that's coming up. But, you know, whatever it is, we have all these other balls that are starting to come into that juggling act, right? And no wonder there's no balance. There's very little joy. And there's no fulfillment. Now, it may not be that you never feel that, right? There are glimpses of that. There are times that I remember back then looking around and saying, this feels really good right now, but that didn't last because I was back in survival mode. I was back in juggling mode. I was back in doing mode, right? So my first question was, what does your life look like now? And if you can drop that word in the comments, that'd be great. Now, here's my next question. What's a word that you would like to describe what your, what your life looks like moving forward? right? Like we're at this place in time right now. Not that it doesn't matter what's happened to you from, you know, when you were born up till now, but really those are just things that help us understand how we got to where we are. What really matters is where are we going from here, right? So instead of having limiting beliefs based on what's happened or what hasn't happened, if you could pick that word, if you could pick that, you know, that life that you have, what would you want it to look like, right? Go ahead and drop that in the comments and I'm going to see if I can scroll and see some of them as we're going as well. Let me just move over here. Okay, so we'll keep that going. I'll make sure to come back and, and comment and things like that afterwards just to keep us going. But, you know, I've heard this, this saying that really got me thinking. And really, the first time I heard this was about nine years ago. And here's the question. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. Are you okay with that? Wow. When I stopped and really thought about the answer to that question, my answer was no. I did not want to stay in that survival mode. I did not want to stay in that place where I really didn't know who I was, and I really didn't feel like I was making an impact. Now, let me say, being a stay-at-home mom was a huge impact, so I'm not saying that that wasn't, but I just felt this tug in my heart that God had put some things in there that, that he wanted me to grow and to do in a bigger way, right? And so that was what I wanted to come out. Rebuilding, I love that thriving. Okay, good. Seeking balance and joy. Fantastic. I love those words. We want to keep those in front of us, right? And even in the midst of busy lives and busy days, we can strip away the clutter and the noise of all the everyday stuff, 
and actually stop and focus on what we want and what matters most. And that's what I love about this process. This is what we're going to do together. Like when we work together, right, we're going to put two heads in on this. We may be able to bring some insight in from other people that are part of this group. Wow. I mean, imagine what we can do when we start getting focused together. So I know what you may be thinking right now. Okay, Lissa, this all sounds really great, but I really don't have time for this. Or I really don't have any money for this. Or I really just don't have any energy. Well, here's what I'm going to say to you. Those excuses are reasons why you don't. They're not reasons why you can't. So let me say that again. Those excuses are reasons why you don't. They are not reasons why you can't. What do I mean by that? Well, let's go back to the I don't have time. Okay. At one point, none of us were moms. I'm assuming most of us have probably had, you know, the opportunity to be a mom or at least an aunt or, you know, have some kids in our life. And I know for me, before we had kids, I was not sitting around twiddling my thumbs and saying, hey, honey, I've got all the time in the world. I think we should bring a child into it that will require 24-7 of my time, right? No, but what happens when that baby is placed in your arm? You make the time. And why do you make the time? Because there's value, right? Because that baby has value. So now all of a sudden, no matter how busy life was, you find the time to care for that baby. Same thing when it comes to money, right? How often do we spend things here and there and here and there, you know, and we're not even paying attention to where all of it's going, right? But if we knew something had value, right, then we're going to choose to focus on that and invest in that. And energy, well, let's just say this. I like to also say motivation is another word for it. You don't have to have motivation to do something. Let me say that again. You don't have to have motivation to do something. Guess what? You can do it unmotivated. Yay, right? You don't always have to feel it. You don't always have to feel the excitement or feel those things. You can just go ahead and do it. I'm going to plug in my computer before it dies. Um, okay, so we talked about mindset. Uh, we talked about those excuses, right? My, what oftentimes too happens in our mindset is that we think that we are being selfish. We think that we're being unproductive, We think there are probably 27 other things that we could be spending our time, our money, or our energy on than doing something that, you know, maybe is is filling us up. And, And while that's how we feel, that is oftentimes not the truth, okay? Because you can't pour from an empty cup. So when you're always feeling scattered and stressed and all over the place, nobody's gonna get a good you, right? But when you are filled up and when you are doing things that are matter to you and are important to you, then you're going to be able to give more, right? And so really, I I don't think that it's a matter of having enough time because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And I don't think it's a matter of having enough money, right? Because there are plenty of people who have lots of money and and no money that can figure out how how to have balance and joy and fulfillment. And I don't think it really requires motivation like we talked about. I think what it requires is having the right priorities and focusing on the right things. And that's what we are going to do together. Okay, so let's start with the definition. I was a teacher, so I'm going to bring that out. What is a priority? A priority, according to Webster, is, noun, a thing that is regarded as more important than something else. Okay, let me say that again. A thing, or could be a person, that is regarded as more important than something else. So here's the deal. We all probably say we have priorities. In fact, you may have thought this when you heard about this challenge. I already have priorities. I already know what my priorities are, right? But here's the question. Are you doing them? Are you investing in those priorities? Here's how we can tell. 
let's open up your calendar and let's open up your bank account. Where are you spending your time and where are you spending your money, right? That is what shows the true priorities and the values. If we say something is a priority, but we don't do it, we have to ask ourselves, do I really want it? Ouch. I know. (laughs) When I really stopped and thought about that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I've been saying a lot of things are priorities, but not always doing them. And so oftentimes we have this gap, right, between what we say and what we do. And what we want to do together is we want to help get rid of that gap. So that way, what you say is most important is what you are doing. So the first place to start is with clarity. Do you know what you want? Right? For me, I didn't know. What was my favorite food? I don't know. I never really thought about it. I had other people to feed. What was my favorite movie? I don't know. I was always watching whatever the kids or my husband wanted to watch. Uh, What were my goals? I honestly remember being in the car with my husband. He was like, what are your goals? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, what are your goals? I'm like, I don't know. Like literally he kept pushing me. I just broke down in tears. I was like, since when did I, number one, have time to think about it? And number two, when, when would I even have time to even like work towards something? Like I'm just taking care of you guys. Right. And I had no idea that I was in that spot. There was a gap in my life, right? Now, one of the things that I asked you guys about is to, is to share your big dream, right? So if you haven't already, in the second welcome post, there's a place where you saw a bunch of stickers and you can write, you can uh, put in there what your dream would be. Like, what's that one big thing? If you could accomplish that would just be like amazing, right? It's important that we stop and take time to think about that and then keep it in front of ourselves, okay? So when you have that big one, there are a lot of other things in our life, but it's kind of, it's like, okay, what's that big one thing? Right. But what we want to do is we've got everyday life we're living along the way, too. Right. So we are going to get clarity on the things that matter most to you. And here's where we're going to start diving into those seven key areas. Now, I'm going to pause for just a minute because I'm seeing the red um, battery on my uh, computer come up and I don't want us to lose it in the middle. So I'm going to just run and grab my cord, which I accidentally left in the other room. So hold tight, drink, quick go to the bathroom. I will be back in one minute, but I don't I want to make sure we get through all of this. So. We are golden. See what I talk about? Life is sometimes chaotic. How did I not think to bring my cord into my office? I don't know, but that's okay. We've got power now and so we can keep going. But let this be a lesson, okay? Let's stop and think about this. Although that was not scripted, it totally is. And I know, why am I out of breath? Okay, although that was not scripted, it totally fits into what we're talking about, right? If we are not plugging in, if we are charging, we're not gonna be able to keep going, right? So I want you to know that there is value in that. It is not selfish, it is not unproductive. It is actually going to benefit everyone around you and everything that you were doing, okay? So that is so, so key. If that's just the one thing you hear today, I want you to hear that, that you are worth the investment and that it will have a ripple effect into all those other things that you're doing, okay? So let's talk about the seven key areas of your life. So I'm gonna list them. They all start with F, so it will make it really easy for you to be able to remember them. But here they are, the seven Fs, ready? Faith, family, friends, fitness, which also includes anything health-related, so that could be and fun. I will make sure that you guys get a list of this. In fact, I should have already sent you an email that had those listed out in there. And we, I gave a quick description so you have a sneak peek of, of these areas, okay? So seven key areas. Now, I want you to think about your, your, your life being like a wheel, 
my son is a, uh, is a big biker. He, he, well, when I talk biker, I'm talking like road bike, like racing, not like, not like a motorcycle bike. Okay. So he was actually a professional or is a professional triathlete. And so he is all about the gear. I mean, gear is soup was like his, you know, his love language and, you know, every little speck of every little part of his bike and would make him more efficient. So, and the, the wheels on a racing bike, oh my goodness, I don't even know how you can stay on the bike because they're so thin, but they're so precise. But here's the thing, that bike tire has a hub, right? That hub is where it connects to the bike. So super important, it's got that, it's got that strong connection, right? But then it's got these spokes that come out, right? Now there are more than seven, but we're just gonna visualize a tire with seven spokes, okay? What would happen if one of those spokes got loose and was just flapping around? probably wouldn't have a very good race, right? What would happen if one of those, you know, spoke, it, it broke off or it just wasn't even there? Or, you know, if, if all the spokes are not in their proper place, then that tire is not going to be balanced and your ride is not going to be very smooth. And so I want to transition that illustration to our life, right? Our, our life is like that wheel. And if we don't have all those spokes in their proper place, then our ride in life is going to be really crazy, right? And so we want to make sure that we're taking and putting attention into these. And, and here's the thing about it. If you listen to that list, those are all things that are universal. Every single person who's listening to this, we have to be thinking about these. These have to be part of our life, right? We can't just give all of our focus and attention to one of those and completely neglect the other six and focus on, you know, maybe even five of them and then completely neglect two of them. Because eventually you will have to pay. It will cost you if you're not focusing on your family, if you're not putting some focus on your fitness or on your field of work. So it's important, and, and I'm not saying this in an, to make you feel overwhelmed. We're going to talk about how we do this to make it fit into that balanced life. But it's important that we have intention in all those areas. Now, there may be times when you've got a strong focus in one area, but don't let go of the other ones, right? Because we want that wheel to be balanced. So let's dive into just kind of what are those seven areas. And part of your homework tonight is going to be to answer some questions about those areas so that way you can really see where you are. Okay, so number one is faith. Do you believe that you were made for a purpose? Do you believe that there's something bigger and greater than you out there? Do you have a relationship with God? I'm a Christian, so that's where my faith is. Maybe you're not. So, I mean, you know, we all have that, that feeling that, you know, there's more than just what's in this world, right? Are you connected to that? Do you let your faith guide your decisions? Do you have set aside time for personal reading and prayer and meditation? Do you get together with other believers to have, you know, worship and, and focus time together to learn and grow? Are you serving out of your faith? So that's area number one. Area number two is family, right? Do you have, we're talking like at first your core family, and then of course it would go out into your extended family, but do you have loving relationships that are built on love and trust and honesty and safety. You know, are you are you going to your family for support? Are you going to them for encouragement? Are you going to them to celebrate when things are great? Are, are you focusing time and spending time together? Are, are you setting healthy boundaries when you need to? Are you growing together in your, those relationships? Area number three is friends. Now I know sometimes we feel like I don't have time for friends. I've got a husband and I've got kids and I've got this responsibility and that responsibility. It is so important that you have a network of people. It doesn't matter the, the quantity, the number of friends. You may be the kind of person that just needs one or two close friends, or you may be the social butterfly that loves all the people around you, but it's really more about the quality. Do you have people around you that get you, 
that accept you, that value you, that tr- where you feel trusted and supported, people that you can just have fun with, right? That you, are you intentionally spending time together? Are you intentionally reaching out and talking, not just messaging or commenting on their Facebook profiles or things like that, but actually really connecting with them? Are the people that you're around pushing you to be a better you? And are you setting an example for them? Right? They often say you are the average of the five people you hang around. So if you don't want to be like the average of those five people, then maybe you want to find some new, some more p- different people to be in your inner circle. Not that you can't have those relationships, but who's in your inner circle? Because that's who you're going to grow to become like. Okay, number four is fitness and health. How do you feel right now? How do you look right now? How's your energy, your immunity, your wellness? Do you love your body right now? And remember, it's not about a number on a scale or about a plan. Do you have consistent habits? Are you working on prevention or are you more in that emotional, here's what I feel like right now? Are you going to have the longevity to be able to do and enjoy the things that are most important to you? Those are all things we have to invest in right where we are. We can't wait on that one till someday. We can't wait on any of these till someday, right? The next one is your field of work. That that really means where do you spend the bulk of your time, right? So if it's like your eight-hour day, your 40 hours a week, maybe you've you've got a business. Maybe you've got multiple businesses. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and that's your field. Maybe it's something that you're doing that's volunteering. What is that place where you spend the majority of your time? And think about this. Is this your dream job? Okay, I'll say job in quotes, because sometimes if you're a business owner, it's not technically a job. And moms, you know, we sometimes don't feel like it's a job as well. But is that is that your dream place to be? Are you being fulfilled? Do you feel valued? Does, does it cause you stress? Are you able to work on your, you know, bring your strengths out? Do you have goals that you're able to accomplish because of that? Are you working towards your future? If yes, then continue to invest to grow that, continue to find ways to to show up bigger and to reach higher and to do more of those things that really are fulfilling all of that for you. And if not, start asking questions. What what would I love to do? What would really get me up and out of bed in the morning? What What would really help us to be preparing for the future and to feel like we are building our future and not someone else's? Really important questions to ask about our field, right? Are you stressed about finances? Is there more income coming in or more outgo going out, right? Is there more month than there is? For most people, there is. What does your savings look like? Do you have enough that if life happens and your microwave went out like mine did this morning, or if something happened to, you know, your major source of income, would you be okay? What what about your spending habits? Are you working towards being debt-free? You know, what do you want your retirement and your future to look like? And so then rethinking, how am I earning? Do I have multiple streams of income for when life happens like we've seen over the past couple of months? How am I investing? How am I spending? How am I spending or not spending? How am I giving? Like I know for me, I want to be able to give generously. That's one of my goals, right? Do I have a budget? Do I have a plan? And am I sticking? Sometimes we have the budget, we have a plan, but we don't. We have that gap. Okay. All right. And the last one is fun. Okay. Now I've saved this one for last for two reasons. Number one, I think that as women, we're like, I don't have time for fun or uh, that's selfish to have fun or wh- whoever thought about fun, right? Or who thought about what'd be fun for me, right? So often it's about what, what's fun to my kids. 
What's fun to my spouse? What's fun to the other people that I'm around? And I just go along with the flow. And, and while that's okay, it's okay for us to say, you know what? I need to prioritize fun. And the reason I put this one in here is because when I did the assessment, this is the one that I was the lowest in. And it's not surprising because I love giving and doing and all those things, but I need to see that this is just as important and needs to have a priority because when I can fill myself up, then I'm going to better be able to give to everybody else. And it doesn't have to be the big things. Maybe it's just, you know, what's, what's little everyday fun, things that you can laugh at in your day, you know, creating memories, right? That wasn't just sitting around a, a kitchen table, right? Or being out in the backyard. It can be little things. It can be, you know, a day trip once in a while or an overnight. It could be your annual vacation or it could be a bucket list, you know, thing of those things that you say someday I'm going to do. Like, what if you started dreaming and planning and, and putting some of that into your day? What difference would that make and how would that help fill you up, right? So I think that's fantastic. So like I said, in your homework tonight, you are going to get an email that is going to have a, a mini version of the audit that I do with my clients. And this is just going to help you kind of take a peek into these seven areas and identify where are you? What does your wheel look like, right? Are all those spokes in the place you be? Or you may look at them and go, oh, yeah. And, and, and sometimes they you surprised, but some of them you may be like, yeah, I already know that. I just haven't been doing anything about it, right? The goal is balance. The goal is not to, you know, tackle all seven of these tonight and tomorrow and your life is totally changed, right? Nope, that's not what we're going after because change doesn't happen like, you know, heavens open up and, you know, the light comes down and everything. Change happens when you have small steps that you take every single day, right? That's how change happens. And it's consistently doing that, right? And so while it's not going to be an all at once thing, we also can't keep saying someday or tomorrow or one day, or I wish we're back when we asked those questions in the very beginning of our time together, right? I'm going to give you a, a, a key that may help you in, in kind of like knowing where do I even start? Start with your lowest area. Start with the area that maybe needs the most attention and isn't getting it. So for me, it was fun, right? So what am I doing? I'm going for a walk and listening to a podcast or some worship music every morning with my dog. And guess what? That gets some fitness in as well. And it gets some, you know, personal growth things in too, right? I'm, I'm, I'm scheduling time to make sure that I am unplugged, that my business and coaching is put away so I can just focus on and be present with my family, you know, over dinner or in our evening time, right? It's making sure that my husband and I are getting date night on every single Thursday when my daughter goes to her Bible study, you know? So it's just, and I know fun is that place that I need to focus on. And I can feel a difference. And I know my family can feel a difference as well. So what we do, that what we're going to do, though, is we're going to work together. We're going to get work together to identify, you know, you've got, you know, maybe you've got, you know, okay, this, here's where I am in this area. Here's my lowest one. So we can set a quick start goal and say, let's just get a quick win. Let's get something feeling good and, and, and moving in that direction, right? And then what we're going to do when we work together is we're going to look at those other six areas and all, we're going to say, what are some specific goals that we can set in here? What, what would you like this to look like? What would help you to feel like you're moving forward? And so we'll get 21 because we'll do three from each section. But then what we're going to do is we're going to narrow it down to your top seven, right? What would be the most important seven that I could do, right? And, and then, of course, we're always going to have that big one, right? That big one that uh, we're going to put somewhere to remind us of where it is that we're going. Now, we're not going to get overwhelmed by every, all the things, right? We are just going to take one step at a time right? And as we check in with each other, and as we talk through things, and as you but imagine if we work together over what 90 days, 
what, what could things look like? That's between like now and almost the end of the year. Or what if, what if we work together for six months? Like what could life look like if we really got focused on getting clear on what you want? Now, tomorrow we're going to talk about intentionality because while we may be, you may be clear on what it is you want and what's important to you, you still have to be intentional about taking those action steps, right? So the, ne- the last day, we're going to talk about accountability because that is really one of the keys. And the, the statistics I'm going to share with you that day, I think are pretty alarming and will definitely, you know, make you think twice about how you're going to pursue this whole process. So again, you are worth this. No more frazzled, no more stressed out, no more. I ha- don't have time. I'm just doing all the things. And what about me? And I don't even know who I am. We don't, I don't want you to live a life and, ha- and regret that you didn't do those things. Nobody's going to get to end their life and regret that they didn't wash the floor one more time, or they didn't, you know, send that one more email, but you're going to regret, I didn't create that memory with my family, or I wasn't there for this, or I I wasn't doing that was fulfilling, or I wasn't taking care of my body. And then I didn't have the energy to do the things that I really wanted to do, right? That's what we're going towards is that life that you really want to have. And when you give your best yes to those things that are most important, then everyone else gets a better version of you. So, so what'd you think of day one? What was it that stood out most to you? And are you ready to take the next steps? The homework for day one was to do one thing, drop one thing, and take your priorities audit. And I'd love to invite you to complete day one and then move on to day two and three. On day two, we talked about intentionality that changes everything. And on day three, which is my favorite, we talk about accountability that actually gets you lasting results. So, If you want to join us for the three-day challenge and take it at your own pace, go to lissafiggins.com forward slash three-day, or just click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear how these three days could make all the difference for you. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40, where you can hang out with me our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember... Keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.